Today, as I was meditating, and everybody that was here when Larry Hutton was here, and he was preaching to us, and I'm, I'm getting so full of what he's telling us, and I, I, I was just saying, you know, Lord, I'll tell you what. There, there is some powerful, powerful words that came out of that. And I was meditating on that. And, and this is the first question I asked is, well, Lord, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And he says, well, it's possibility that you may need to get your mind renewed some more. So my message tonight is getting your mind Renewed and in control. Renewed and in control. If we don't start controlling, renewing our mind, and what we're supposed to be doing with our mind is not what the world is for for the church. It's what we can do for the church by renewing our mind. Amen? So basically, I'm going to touch on that, and i got a couple things. And... Basically, uh, scriptures, uh, I gave some to, like, I'm, I'm uh, like pastor, I want to be up there, right? I mean, I, he, got, he does it, so I, I need to see it. Because right now, Sam, Sam has got to have glasses on and all that stuff, and what is it? <laughs> but anyway, go with me to Ephesians, if you would. Ephesians 6. And this is the direction the Lord told me to go, so that's where I'm going. Ephesians 6, and starting at verse 10, and basically, it's talking about putting on the whole armor of God. And sometimes we don't just want to half-dress with the whole armor of God, we need to fully dress with the only guard. Sometimes we quit in certain areas and we're not really dressed up to go out into the warfare that we need to be going out into. And I don't know about you, but there's a war going outside of these walls. Amen? So I'm going to read, and I believe they got it back there. Yes, they do. So finally, my brethren, everyone say finally, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the who? For we do not wrestle where? Against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the rulers of darkness of what? This age. That's today. Against spiritual hosts of wickedness. In heavenly places, therefore, say this, therefore, this is a word study, therefore take up the what? whole armor of God, not just a piece of it, the whole armor of God. And it says that we may be able to withstand in the evil day. How many of you know we got to withstand the evil day? Do you think we're in an evil day? You bet. And having done all to what? And to stand there, say stand, therefore having girded your waist with what? 
the truth. We've got to know the truth. Amen. Where do we get the truth from? The Word of God. Having put on the breastplate of what? Right standing. And having shod your feet with the what? Preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking what? With which we will be able to what? Quench all the fiery darts. Do you have fiery darts coming at you once in a while? Every day. Amen. So basically we have to know that we're protected. And then it says, take the helmet of salvation. Why do we wear the helmet of salvation? Anybody know? To not get to our mind. And the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with perseverance and supplication to all the saints. And for me, the utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth, what? Boldly. To make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador. Do you believe you're an ambassador tonight? Have you been telling yourself you're an ambassador? Amen. Ambassador in chains that it, in it may I speak boldly as I ought to speak. That's one thing we as Christians need to stand up boldly and let people know who we are in Christ Jesus. Amen. We need to stir up the gift of God that's inside of us on a daily basis so we can make a difference in other people's lives, and that's our job. So anyway, after reading that, I'm going to open up in prayer. Father God, I thank you and I praise you that we read that portion of your word. I thank you we are doers of the word and not just hearers only, Father God. And I thank you that, Father, what, what is said tonight by the Spirit of God, and I thank you and I praise you that you use me in them areas, Father God. I have lots of things to go through, and I know that you'll be with me, guide me, and direct me. And I pray, Father God, that the ears of the people are open to hear what the Word of God has to say. And Father God, I thank you and I praise you, because the Word is what sets us free, free, free in Jesus' name. And I thank you and I praise you that it touches, touches each and every one of us, including myself, Father God. And I give you the praise, I give you the glory. In the majestic name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and I thank you, Holy Spirit, for being our teacher in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Well, so basically, uh, kind of give you, a, there are three, three grounds that I believe there's battles in, and one of them is the battleground of the mind. Where does the devil or our enemy, I'll say it that way, the devil, the enemy, where does he try to get to any place else but right here? This is his, this is his ministry, the devil. He wants to get into our minds on a daily basis. And the next one is, of course, the battlefield of the church. You know, Satan's trying to take out the church. If he can take out the people, he's got the church. And then the other one is the battleground of heaven. What's he trying to do? He's trying to keep us out of what? Out of heaven, right? So basically, those three battlegrounds we have to deal with on a daily basis. Now, uh, a lot of times we don't talk a lot about the devil, but you know he's around. And the condition that I always kind of say to myself, I'm in the world, 
but I'm not of the world. The world is garbage in, and the gospel is garbage out. The more we hear the word, the more we're going to get it inside of us, and that's more going to combat what the word of the world has to say to us. And I know tonight you're all missing this big deal with who's going to be president and who wants to be president, but I believe God's got that all under control already, and he knows who it's going to be and when it's going to be and all those kind of things, and that's the way I look at it. So basically my little check where I'm going to check is probably already noticed. Amen? And I don't have to tell you where I put my check. Hallelujah. But anyway, my introduction is, and I'm going to ask the question. I want you to think about it real Think about this question. In what condition, in what condition is your mind? I could go around this whole place and I could ask, what is that condition of your own mind? And and I'll just clue you in a little bit where Sam is once in a while. A lot of maybe, I'd say, am I 100%? Let's look at percentages. Where God wants us and the Holy Spirit wants us, He wants us to have 100% of the renewing of the mind so we're not concentrating on so much what's on the outside and what's happening on the outside. He wants us to have 100% of what He's got and 100% of renewing His mind in our minds. And why do we not have that is because I believe we, uh, we are a condition of mind changes. Every day we hear mind changes. Every day something speaks to us that changes our our route. Is that not right? Pretty soon he's got control of us, and pretty soon we're following him more than we're following Jesus. And so basically I'm looking at it as one time you may be calm and peaceful, another time anxious and worried, or you make a decision and and you make a decision and be sure about it that no, no... no, nobody will find out in your mind confusion, conditions concerning everything we're previously so clear and certain about. So Satan is doing one thing as, as, as far as can, is, is he's trying to come and confuse us in what he can do. Did he not do that one time? Did he not get actually uh, Adam and Eve? He came and confused them, right? Because Basically, God already had given them instructions of what they should do is not eat of that tree in the middle. And they totally, Satan comes, oh, don't mind what God said. Don't mind what he says. You go ahead and take a bite of whatever you want in there. And that's kind of the way we are sometimes, too. Just go ahead and take a bite of whatever you want. And basically, looking at it from that standpoint... Because it seems that the mind can be so many different conditions, I begin to wonder, where is my mind normal? I want to know what normal is. What is normal? I could learn to deal with abnormal thinking patterns immediately upon arrival. For example, a critical judgment, mental. Suspicious mind should be concerned abnormal for a believer. However, for a major portion of my life, It was normal for me, although it should have been. It was what I was used to. And even though my thinking was very wrong, I was causing a lot of problems in what? My life. I did not know that there was anything wrong with what I was thinking. Anybody feel that sometimes? I don't think there's anything wrong with what I'm thinking. Right? 
But is that what God said? No, God says, I want you to think about me. That seems like a mountain to climb that basically we need to put more attention on how we're going to get there to be victorious over whatever we're going through. And nobody can be in here can say, well, I'm not going through anything. Yeah, no, 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 don't go there. Don't even go there. Because I know that that happens. And, and looking at it from a, a standpoint of, can our lives be normal? Can they be true? If we're following the right person. Amen? Can we still look and see what's outside there and notice what's going on outside there and still fold it in and be with Him? Amen? And not be judgmental by what's happening out there unless we want to make a difference out of it. And that's the only time we should be talking about it. Can I make a difference? Can we make a difference? Let's put it that way. And though, you know, but there's no teaching in that really can, no teaching that can really convince you that you should be 100% renewed in your mind because it's going to be the devil's always going to come towards you with something else, something else. Oh, you just think you're going to that Harvest Bible Church over there and you think you got it made, you know. I know the Spirit of God moves in there and there's music in there. But then when you walk out the door, what hits your mind? When, when uh, Pastor Hutton was speaking and I said I got so full that pretty soon, you know what I did? I checked out. Because there was a lot to digest, was there not? Does anybody remember what he talked about? Can somebody stand up and say what he was talking about? Well, all you have to do is put the word faith in there and you got it pretty well. What faith can do for us and what faith will do for us. And I believe that what faith will do for us is because we had ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord was telling us. Amen? And when we, when we hear that, I basically believe that the condition that we're in, according to Romans 12, 2, go there with me if you would. Has he got it up there? Romans 12, 2. It's an easy one. Everybody knows it, but we're going to go there anyway. Got it up there? Okay. And do not be conformed to this world, but be what? Do not be conformed to this what? But be transformed by what? That you may what? Prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. So, how many in here raise their hand and say, I want to be in the perfect will of God? I want to be in the perfect will of God. How are we going to get into the perfect will of God? But renewing of our mind. Very simply is what he's after so we don't say that. He'll say, oh, what are you saying that for today? Don't you trust me? What are you, do- what are you doing? Somebody makes your day bad and you just say, ah, boy, I'll tell you what, the devil's just doing it after me again. No, he's not. Because he's trying to get at you, but he's not. You put on the full armor of God, and basically your mind is going to concentrate on the full 
armor of God, right? That's what it should. We should meditate on that. Because it's a warfare. We're in a warfare. And when we're in warfare, the deal with warfare is the enemy always know more about us than we know about him. How do they find out? Because they sent out their little spies to see what's going on. What does Satan do? He sends out his little spies to see what's going on, called demons. And they're going around and around. Oh, I gotta see that guy over there. He's kind of looking here and looking there. I wonder what's going on with them. And, and he just goes on and on. And pretty soon he's got you talked into it. Well, that's all right. Go ahead and have that other cigarette. You just had one. Go ahead. You can go in the bar. Nobody's going to see you going in there. We're human. And I'm not saying that's, it's a bad thing. But people hide behind those kind of things. They hide behind their thoughts. And they never reveal the truth. After they come out, now they feel good. They're happy probably more happier than most Christians. Hallelujah. I've said this to myself after I listened to Brother Hutton, Pastor Hutton, and I thought to myself, you know what, Lord, my mind is a mess. I'm being honest with myself. I doubt that it would ever in a condition that it should have been in. And if it was, it did not last long. And everyone's got their little niches. And I'll tell off on myself a little bit here. But I happen to like FBI movies. And I happen to like military movies. Is that wrong or is that right? But it ain't my God. But really, who fought the battle anyway? I should look to him rather than looking at that. Amen? Take the word and go to Ephesians 6 and read it again. Put some more armor on. But Satan will aggressively fight against the renewal of your mind, but it's vital that you press on and continue to pray and study in the area until you gain Measurable victory. And I, I'll share this with you. Some people say, and I heard them say, Christians, I read through the whole Bible in one year. I read through the Bible in one year. Are you acting like you read it through? <laughs> or did you just read the Bible? You know, when I read the Bible, I do a word study on the Bible. I don't just read the words, I do the word study. I'll repeat the word that comes out to me, even if it's if, what. I always do a little study on that because there are important words in there. Amen? And when we have those kind of things, and it makes more revelation to you when you're reading the Scripture rather than just read it. Study to show yourself approved, it says in the Word of God. And I believe that because... We need to get whatever stinking thinking we have going on up here. We need to get it out. Amen? And the only way it's going to come out is if we speak the word over it. So, 
Satan aggressively fights against the renewal of your mind, but it is vital that you press on and continue to pray and study in the area until you gain measurable victory. When is your mind normal? Ask yourself that question. Everyone say, when is my mind normal? I ain't hearing you very well. When is it? You've got to answer that yourself. Is it supposed to wander all over the place? Or should you be able to keep it focused on what you're doing? Should you upset and confused? Or should you be peaceful and reasonable? Sure of direction? Sometimes it's yes, sometimes no. Should your mind be full of doubt and unbelief? Should you be anxious and worried, tormented by fear? Or is it a privilege of a child of God to cast all the care upon who? On him. Say that with me. Cast my, I cast all of my care, Lord, upon you, because I know you care for me. I believe it, and I'll say it again, and again, and again. You got it? You got to catch it. Prayerfully proceed into the next part of a battlefield of the mind. I believe it will open your eyes to normal and abnormal mindsets for a person who is a disciple of Jesus and who is determined to walk in it. We have to walk in the Word. Is that a new training ground? Almost. We have to sometimes learn to start all over. I got some age, and I'm learning to start all over sometimes. Sometimes I make drastic mistakes, and I got to learn to come back and say, okay, uh, who was was guiding me and directing me in that? It was my mind. I lost track of my mind. But I got back into over here saying, okay, I'm back here. Amen. Remember, you know the scripture about wide is the road to destruction and narrow is the road to freedom. Do you know that the narrow road is the toughest road to be on? It's got more crooks in it, more obstacles in it than any, and then the road that is wide. And we have a tendency, when we see that narrow road, we have a tendency, if there's something in our way, to turn around and go back, because I think the wider road is better. That's smoother over there. Nothing in our way. We have a tendency to do a U-turn. And I believe that's basically, and, I'm, and it's, it's, it's something that... Uh, I believe that Jesus just wants, and Father God is just really wanting us to get it pulled together this day and hour we're in. And we hear that a lot, I know. But you know, individually, we have to get it there. We are above and not beneath. We are the head and not the tail. And if we're going to be the head, then we've got to start being the head. Amen? I have some, uh, I have some things here that I uh, took note on today. And how do you take control 
of your mind. <clears throat> and controlling our thoughts is where it starts about renewing your mind. When you're in control or out of control, basically the devil's going to be there to, to harass you in any kind of way. But I'm going to read this. It says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you go to church only once a week and hear the word for 20 to 60 minutes, the negative input you receive is much greater than the positive. Out of 168 hours in a week, you may sleep 49 hours, so that leaves 119 hours to have thoughts going through your mind. If the only word you receive is that the, is, is that the one in the church service, as it was in the case for most Christians, then you have 118 hours of carnal thinking. Hundred and eighteen hours of carnal thinking to one hour of word input. So today, running short of time already. A lot to say, but we put a time on what we should say. We're clock watchers, and we need to be Jesus watchers. I don't know, did they move the restaurant that you usually go to? No, it's still there. After It'd be there at 2 o'clock, it'd be there at 3 o'clock. They didn't move it. So, anyway, read on. Even if you take two hours a day for praying, reading, and reading the Word, and thinking on positive things, you will have 104 hours of negative thinking against 15 hours of positive thinking. Boy, do we have work to do. That's why God told Joshua to what? Meditate on the word day and night. He had, a override, he had to override the input of Satan with the input of the word of God. You have no limit to what comes to your senses to get your mind under control and spiritually minded. A mind is full of, listen to this, a mind is full of news, TV, movies, rock and roll, worry, and other worldly input will never please God or receive his blessings. You need to realize that when you set your mind on what will come to pass in your life, we need to look to Mark 7, 20, and 23. Has anybody got that? The preacher don't always have to have that. You got Bibles? Mark 7, 20, 23. So we should always, go ahead and read it. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's 20, uh, Mark 7, 20 through 23. Okay. man that is what defiles and dishonors him or for from within 
out the heart of men come base and malevolent thoughts and schemes. Malicious, malicious thoughts. Yeah. Okay, yeah. this is different. Yeah. Uh -huh. okay. Acts of sexual immorality, uh -huh. thefts, murder, adulteries, acts of greed, incovetness, wickedness, deceit, unrestrained conduct, envy and jealousy, slander and profanity, arrogance and self-righteousness and foolishness, all these evil things come from within and defile and dishonor the man. Amen. Yeah. A lot of stuff to put up with. At least start with one today. Work toward the next one next day. Let's just not quit because it was a lot. Amen. Notice the first thing that comes out of, out of it is thoughts. The first thing that defiles a man is thoughts. How many of you are thinkers in here? How many of you had thoughts today? Everybody thought about God today and thought about this, thought about that. See, we have our work cut out for us, and that's just what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm no different. I'm, I'm human like everybody else. Let's put it this way. Some will say, I arrived. I haven't. Hopefully, I will. With God's grace and mercy. Amen. I might have not done everything right, but I sure give it a whirl. Amen. And, and basically, after reading this and, and looking at it, what, what's thoughts? Man, I'll tell you what. I don't know. I guess what I'm waiting for is I'm thinking they're going to make a, uh, a computer stick. You know how they have the little computer sticks? That you stick in your computer and you can read off of it? Well, I'm thinking they're going to make one for my head one day and I can just stick that in with the word. And then every time I open my mouth, the word will come out of God. The renewing of the mind. The renewing of the mind. We, we can go, we can, like I said, that little stick would help me immensely, I'll tell you, until my favorite show came on and I'd have to take it back out. <laughs> It's uh, replaceable. So anyway, it is that the thought life that pollutes from within and out of a man's heart come evil thoughts. And we read that a little bit ago. And you can't blame it all on the devil. Amen. It'd be good to always shake it off on him. But God made us instruments that we are word carriers. So when we're word carriers, we carry the word to whoever needs the word. Amen? And we always say, well, if the evangelist comes to town, he'll bring the word. What's wrong with our word? Huh? We got, our, we got our work cut out for us. Amen? Do you know the Holy Spirit? He knows when to come in and He knows when to go out. 
Sometimes he'll come in and sometimes he'll look around and he says, looks like I ain't going to get her done here today. I might as well go down the road. Do you know we can quench the Spirit of God? We can quench the Spirit of God. And we do it more than you think we do. What do we need in the church? The Spirit of God. Amen? We are titled, entitled on a daily basis to stir up the gift of God that's inside of us on a daily, daily basis, not just when we want to, or not if it's just because of my schedule, not just because we can make room. We can set our time clock. You do an hour with him, he's more than pleased. Two is better. Twelve is even better. But we have other things we've got to do. Amen? But don't leave them home. Take them with you. Right? And, and I believe the Word of God. Because your own, your own thought life will pollute you. Bless you. (laughs) What you set your mind on is what you live. I'm only telling the truth. What your mind is set on will be where you're at. I got the mind of Christ. That's what we should be saying to ourselves all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. Not being embarrassed about, I have the mind of Christ. Somebody asks you, how are you doing? I got the mind of Christ on me today. Hallelujah. Do you have it? Oh, I don't even know what that's about. Well, let me tell you about it. Let's get doors open when we talk to people. Amen? I'll be honest with you. Yesterday I did a funeral. Uh, not my cup of tea, really, but I did it. And the thing about it was kind of strange is I didn't know the man that I was... I didn't know the man. I was just asked to do the funeral. Well, that's pretty hard. What do you say? What do you say to somebody when you don't know even the guy or what he did or whatever? But you know what? In my mind, the Lord spoke and He says, it's none of your business what He did. I mean, what are you going to say about Him? If it was your business, what would you say anyway? And so, I'm questioning it, and because I don't know where, I mean, we had about, I'd say, gifts to 50, maybe 70 people there at this funeral. And so... I said, Lord, I, you know, I, before I got there, I said, I, I'm not quite sure what you want me to share. And he says, I want you to share the salvation message to this group. And I did. And I don't know how they felt about it, 
But one of the things that never, that the Lord showed me this, and he says, I never want you to judge anybody you don't know. Oh, he might have been a tyrant and a drunk and a stealer and whatever, a woman chaser or whatever he might have been. But he died. But, what I said to them, nobody knows at his last breath, he called out to the name of Jesus under his breath and guess where he's at today. We get religious sometimes when we think we've got to lead them through a whole, a whole Bible before they're going to get to where they're going. Right? So, oh, well, you've got to know the Romans 10, 9 and 10. I don't believe when Jesus was on the cross and the thief said to Jesus, remember me. It did never say he shared Romans 10, 9, and 10 with him. Jesus just said, you will be with me in paradise. Just a little, little bit. Amen? Boy, I'll tell you what, I could stay here till overnight. Because there's a lot to go on in the spiritual realm of renewing our minds that I have missed and that I've been studying on. And we become spiritually minded, success is yours. If we always think how we're going to make it, forget it, say the word how you're going to make it, now how they're going to make it for you. If IRS is after you, just tell them I got the money, do it. Tell God that. God will see to it. He wants you to talk to Him. He wants you to talk to Him. Said IRS, well, I'm coming to get your house. Well, I guess there'll be another one around the corner, but I'm coming to get it. But say the right words is what we've got to start saying. Amen? And I'll close with this. I've got a minute. Do not set your minds on things. Do you set your mind on things above? Do you wake up in the morning thinking about the fact that God redeemed you from destruction? Do you set your mind in the fact that Jesus is living in you right now? Do you set your mind on the fact that the greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world? Do you set your mind on the fact that those who are the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God? You have to say, mind this is what you're going to think right now. Speak to your mind. Speak to your mind. Speak to your mind. You're going to think on this part of the Bible. You have to make your mind think you want to do it to think. You have to capture your thoughts before they get out there. Oh, don't say that. I don't want to hear that. Because your mind will think on whatever you let it think on. If you let it think on newspapers and magazines, if you listen to news reports on the radio, and then watch several hours of television every day, you'll spend hours pumping negative, worldly thoughts into your mind, as Colossians 3, 1 and 2 says. Since you become alive again when Christ arose from the dead, now set your sights on the rich treasures and joys of heaven where he sits beside God 
in the place of honor and power. Let heaven fill your thoughts. Don't spend time worrying about things down here. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. I got more to say about renewing the mind, and I'm not sure when that'll be again, but it'll come back, because I've got 15 notes that I took today, just alone, that got a different avenue, avenues. And the, the last one I read is about the F, best avenue I've found about telling the truth the way it should be told. What are we? Do you know what you are? Are we brand new creatures in Christ Jesus? Well, I'm going to say I'm an old creature in Christ Jesus. But we're brand new creatures in Christ Jesus. If he said we're above and not beneath, where are we at? If he said you can do all things through Christ who what? Strengthens me, I can do what? Amen. That's what we've got to talk to ourselves about. Amen. Keep talking to yourself. Don't let anybody talk you out about what you are. Amen. Well, I'm going to close. Anybody get anything out of this tonight? Where's your mind at? (laughs) Exactly. But greater is he Greater is he that is in me and you than he that is in the world. Amen. Father, we just thank you. Tonight, Father God, I shared the word as you showed me and I followed through. Probably didn't get all of it done, but anyway, there'll be another time. And I just pray for these folks here. Father God, I just pray that there would make a difference in their life, Father God, starting now, starting now, not tomorrow, not the rest of the night, but starting now, Father God. We all have things we've got to deal with. We've got things that we have to pay attention to. And Father God, you know we've got those things, and you're behind us, in front of us, and all over us on doing them things. We know a lot of people travel, drive trucks, drive whatever, Father God. Be with them. Be safe. and Let them be safe, Father God. In Jesus' name, I thank you. I thank you, Father. I'm not sure. Uh, I'd be pray for our pastors. And thank you, Father, for Pastor Mark and Pam. And just thank you for their obedience, Father. And I just thank you and I praise you. Hallelujah. That, Father, increase, increase in spiritual things in our lives. Increase. Increase. Touch every one of these people tonight, Father God, in a special way that they know that it was you. And we just thank you and we praise you. And we give you the glory. And everyone said amen. Amen. And drive safely tonight when you go home. Be alert and thank God. Amen. Thank you. Amen. If I was a singer, I'd sing you a song, but you wouldn't stay long.
Remember, the world brings the garbage in, and the gospel takes the garbage out. So whatever you say in your mouth, make sure it's coming from the right area. Amen. Amen. Love you all.